Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. This is the sportsethos.com. I am your host, Lyle Swithenbank. I uh, I took a little while to get this one out, and you know, I'm recording it now on uh, on Friday evening, my time. Uh, we play Saturday morning, but for context for the people in the US, um, and I was usually I deliver the post games pretty quickly, you know. I watch the game and and then we'll bash it out we, uh, by the next day. But I took a day off just to have a think about it, uh, just to reflect and um, you know recuperate after a disappointing loss to the Orlando Magic, as we saw uh, yesterday. Um, we'll deliver the thoughts on that. We we also got more bad news over the. Uh, Overnight, so we'll chat about that as well. It seems to be one thing after another for these poor, embattled uh, New Orleans Pelicans. Our embattled New Orleans Pelicans, and uh, we're going to chat about that as well, and and what we expect to see against the Charlotte game. Now, before we get into that, if you could go and uh, check us out and subscribe on wherever you get your uh, podcast, whether that be Apple Music, Spotify. Stitcher, Amazon Music, we're on all of them, so uh, Dash Radio as well, I think that comes on at uh, 7pm on Saturday nights, Central Time, so go and check that out as well, it's an internet radio site, dashradio.com, we're on the Nothing But Net channel, so you can check that out as well, I try to update that, uh, we're only on once a week, so the most recent episode will jump on there, uh, probably, Either if we get the Charlotte one done, or it'll be this one. You'll be listening on there, so welcome if you are listening on that platform. Now, if you can go and subscribe, as I said, and if you can give a rate and review as well, it helps us grow. And uh, you know, I don't ask for much, but if you if you've got a couple of minutes to do that, uh, obviously helps us out a great deal. And uh, we appreciate all of the support. Well, I do as well, and and so does all of, everyone at Sports Ethos, everyone that goes into the show. So. Um, Thank you very much. Enough of that. Uh, you can follow me at Twitter, at Lyle Swithenbank, and at Ethos Pelicans is the show. So, a bit of admin to get us started. As you can see, I'm sort of building up to having to talk about this game. Um, so, let's just dive in. Let's rip the band-aid off. The Pelicans had a visitor. The Orlando Magic, the lowly Orlando Magic, bottom of the west, uh, of the east, pardon me. I'm fairly certain they're right down the bottom. Um, I think anything, yep, the very worst team in the league, 17 and 50, and uh, they visited, and we lost to them. Uh, no Brandon Ingram, he's got the uh, terrible news that his strained hamstring is going to be reviewed in 7 to 10 days, he's got a mild hamstring strain, and they're nothing to muck around with, so we missed him, uh, we won't have him again for the Charlotte game, and you know, probably for most of next week, and uh 
it suffered. We came out a bit slow again, uh, didn't respond like we wanted to. In the last episode, we talked about uh, the slow starts and how it uh, really is unacceptable and and uh, the effort was not there. And, and again, instead of responding and, and getting up and about, we we really came out lackadaisical again. We ended up uh, falling short, 102 to 108, uh, and you know Orlando were trying everything they could to lose this game. They had the bench on for most of the second half, and really it was it was ours for the taking. It was it was a win that we just needed to lock in, and and we beat ourselves for the most part. It was it was really disappointing. So. We jump over to the quarter-by-quarter quarter breakdown. First quarter, 30-17. to 17. We couldn't hit a shot in the ocean. You know, it was uh, it was really bad. They were running. They looked more energetic. They were forcing turnovers. They were getting up and about. And we just looked like we were just going to roll in and stomp them. And you can't do that against teams like this. You really can't expect just to win. And that's really what it came across like. That lack of effort, lack of uh, real drive to to pummel this team you're meant to come into teams these are these are games you have to win uh you know understand the ones against memphis and the ones against uh denver these are top teams you know these are these are great teams but when you're playing against bad teams uh statistically and on in the standings you know these are the ones you have to win particularly at home you had you know i know it's the second night of a back-to-back and you're missing your best scorer but still had plenty of good players on there, and, and unfortunately, we just started so slow. Um, quarter 2, 24-26, we start chipping away, but they still take a 15-point halftime lead. Third quarter, we respond. It's like someone shocked us back to life. Jonas Valanciunas got going, uh, really started picking it up. He, he started terribly in the first half and really responded. He admitted that himself in the post game that uh, he wasn't good enough in that first half, but really responded. CJ McCollum was dragging us uh, as far as he could all game. Uh, 32 to 25, and, you know, we chip away. Last quarter, we're coming back in. But unfortunately, we couldn't get the defensive stops. We were happy to score at our end, and we scored 29 to 27 in that last quarter. But if you're not going to work at one end, the offense doesn't matter. You know, at the end of the day, if you finish the game with 33 points and they've got 32 points, you win. Because all the hard work was done on the defensive end. That's a very low-scoring game, as you know, but for, as an example. But, you know, that's that's how it works. You just have to be one point ahead. And unfortunately, by not defending at the other end, it makes it really tough. And, and these, these holes that we get into, it's not like we had... Uh, Brandon Ingram, who can just take over, and, and when you've only got one star, as we saw with uh, with CJ and, and Jonas, obviously being a bit uh, average in the first half, makes it really tough to to fight back and and really take control of a game. You, you give these lower teams, everyone's an M- all these teams are full of NBA players. I don't care what anyone says, oh the G League or whatever else. I mean, I've seen a lot of these G League players should be in the NBA too, but you know, opportunity to win games. You give, it, you give a crap team a sniff and all of a sudden they'll take it. You cannot get yourselves in holes like this in the, in the games. And, and we've been starting so fast, but instead, the last few, we've really had bad first quarters and we've got to work out how to come out a little bit quicker. Now, before the game, there was the power outage and, you know, that's by the by. You can't really 
use that as an excuse. I, I know guys' routines were probably changed a little bit. Oh, the lights were out, so I couldn't get out and shoot a bit earlier. And I know uh, athletes are a creature of habit, but you also need to be able to adjust. Sometimes you don't get a good sleep. Sometimes the power's out. Sometimes, it, I don't know, you forget your lucky socks. You know, there's plenty of different things that happen, but you have to be able to adapt. And the Pelicans just failed to do that. It took them a, a full half to really get back in their rhythm and Orlando were in the exact same boat you know they didn't get their shoot around because it was dark but they still came out fast tricky night tricky tricky night and you know I'm, I'm not all doom and gloom and there was plenty of bright sparks as well but just disappointing because this is one that you know you you win this you drag yourself within half a game of the Lakers they then proceed to lose to the uh, Houston Rockets in overtime thanks Houston good friends of the uh the Pelicans that gives you the opportunity to nearly jump over them. Instead, we lose and we stay in the same spot. They stay in the same spot. You've got to win these games. And I know we've got some outrageous statistic like we're uh, 2-13 and 13 without Brandon Ingram this year, but we can't keep using that as a shield. We can't keep using it as an excuse to lose games that are winnable. We've got plenty of good players there. And unfortunately, we just couldn't get it done. So, I mean... It is what it is. We'll go over to the team stats, as I like to break down, and we'll really have a look at what went wrong. We shot 44% from the field to their 47. Three-pointers, 22% for the game, 7 of 31. Couldn't get them to drop at all. It was like there was a lid on it. Three-point, they hit 14 of 37, so 37%. Free throws, 13 of 18 to us, and they hit 22 of 26. And that I think they got the fouls because they worked harder. They got those free throws because they worked harder and then they converted. And down the stretch, you know, we started playing the foul game. They hit their late game free throws. We would have an extra win if we could hit our free throws in the clutch, I tell you what. But, you know, only 23 assists to their 25. There's plenty of issues. Total rebounds. We got out-rebounded by four. Had 11 steals. 11 steals we had to their four. And we still lost. We had 25 points off turnovers to their six. So you're causing the issues, you're exploiting it. But that means that your regular sets aren't working. And there really needs to be a a tough look at what went wrong in this game. I don't think you can just flush it and move on. You really need to review it and, um, and, and see what the issues were and how we can make adjustments. Because unfortunately, we're out, we're without Brandon. And I suppose we just announced the other news that we saw is that CJ's got COVID, so he's in the uh, the health and safety protocols. So we don't know. I think you have to test negative twice on uh, successive days. So who knows? It's not he's not playing Charlotte game. That's already happened. Uh, that's already been announced. So we need to make do with the rest of the guys that we've got. We've been in this situation. We we started one and twelve, but now we can play together. We dig in, and, and you know you can grind out a few victories, and you do that with. Hard defense, good ball movement, and playing together. You know, I think I think that's the, the the key things that we can do to win games. Slow them down in transition. And when we get out in transition, run. Run your behinds off. It was um it was a tough one. So we'll go over to the box score. JV, as I said, had a big game, 30 and 15, three assists, two steals, two blocks, eleven and twenty shooting, missed his two. Uh, three-point attempts, he's he's really dropped off in that, but uh, I don't know, Tony Snell had himself a Snell, um, 
he started in place of Brandon again. 31 minutes, 0 points, 1 rebound, 0 assists, 2 steals, 0 4 shooting, 0 of 3 from 3 pointers. And that's tough. When you've got a starter that just doesn't register a point, it's a tricky situation to be in, I tell you what. Uh, Herb Jones uh, had himself 15, 2 rebounds, 3 assists, and he was solid. He had a big 3 down the stretch. And uh, that three-point stroke is getting more and more confident. I love to see that from Herb, and his defense was great. Can't really fault him in terms of that. Uh, McCollum, 32, four rebounds, eight assists, and he really dragged us the whole game. He had 27 shots, hit 14 of them, 51%, three of 11 from three. There were a couple of instances where he probably took an ill-advised three. If he hit him, we're all celebrating no dramas, but there were a couple of transition threes that perhaps we didn't have to go for the home run. We could have just put a layup in. But again, the bloke was feeling it. He was trying to do what's right for the team, and I can't fault what he was, what he put together. Jackson Hayes, 7-4, one assist, one steal, 23 minutes. Again, three or four shooting. He did what he could in, in the minutes he had. Wasn't anything spectacular, but also wasn't anything, you know... It wasn't bad. He wasn't negative or anything. He he tried his best. He, they said he was a minus 13, but I don't know about that. I think we got hammered a bit by Wendell Carter Jr. And and um, that Franz Wagner rookie who's very handy-looking basketballer, uh, quite strong-looking fella, and, and seems to be pretty good at putting points up as well. He finished with cheeky 15. Anyway, uh, Graham off the bench had seven, three rebounds, four assists, three steals, and he... he he goes through streaks, you know, he'll hit a couple of good shots and then miss the easy one. And he's been like that all season. It's it's annoying, I guess, as a fan. But at the same time, I'd just love to see him attack the basket. He's so fast and because they know he's going to shoot the three, if he just drove past him and even if he doesn't lay it up but just passes it into Jonas or one of the guys there, Jackson... They'll finish the basketball. Even CJ, you know, any of the other guys around will be able to make the layup if DG doesn't feel comfortable doing it. We saw the recall of Trey Murphy from the Birmingham squadron. He was meant to be down there for an extended time, but BI got crook, uh, got injured. So uh, Trey Murphy's back. Uh, played 23 minutes, had four points, four rebounds, two steals. And you know what? He was an energy guy. They're not giving him half the stuff that he did. It doesn't show up in the box score, but... While he didn't score that much, he was there hustling, he was tipping passes, he was uh, you know, interrupting the passing lanes, few deflections, uh, offensive rebound, he did a dunk. That's what you want to see from the young fella. You know, he wants to get he needs to get his confidence up and you love to see it when he's out there and, and really contributing. Jose, seven points, four rebounds, three assists and a steal. Love the little giant killer floater. He's doing really well. Still getting a few rookie fouls, but you know, you're a rookie, you just gotta cop it. Um He he was good, he had a charge, uh, drew a charge on him and, and that was really cool. And that's just the hustle that we've got from him. The energy. Naji played ten minutes, didn't score, one rebound, one assist, and Billy had four minutes and he had three rebounds. So over at Orlando, they I mean, this they had nine guys that played over 20 minutes. They all, all their roster were pretty much at the 20-minute mark, which, you know, that's pretty impressive that they've managed to do that. Uh, <laughs> you know, they, they just wanted to give everyone a run. Everyone was just coming out for a run in New Orleans, and we couldn't stop them. Disappointing, to say the least. So, 
I'll come back and do the key takeaways. I like to do that after the ad break, as we know. Uh, we'll go into the ad break. I'll come back, and then we'll do the key takeaways. We'll have a chat about the Charlotte game, and then we will pack it up. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. So thank you very much for tuning in. The sponsors are what keep this free, keep it ticking along and uh, firstly mybookie.ag do your betting with mybookie.ag use the code ethos when you sign up it's on the third page of the sign up that'll give you some deposit match bonuses and some free game tickets also our friends at manscape.com use the code ethos20 that'll give you that 20% off and free shipping plenty going on over there get yourself a shaver get yourself moisturizer uh, what are they got jocks they got a whole heap of different stuff Go and check it out. A great company with a whole heap of useful tools. Uh, in addition, thrivefantasy.com is our daily fantasy partner. Use the code ETHOS when you sign up. E-T-H-O-S. That will give you a 100% deposit match bonus and also also some free game tickets, two or four, depending on how much you put in. You can't get that anywhere else. Use that code when you sign up. And if you need some tips, listen to the DFS guys over at Sports Ethos. They will treat you. I tell you what. And finally, expressvpn.com forward slash hoopball is the website you need to check out to go and get a bonus three months on a 12-month subscription on a VPN. Hide your IP online. You know, you don't want to get tracked. You don't want to get traced. All this sort of carry-on that we see on the internet these days. Uh, hide it. Protect yourself, protect your identity, don't get your information uh, stolen or sold, and you can also use it to move yourself around in the world so you can watch League Pass, Netflix, all that sort of stuff, but I didn't tell you to do that. So, treat yourself, go and do that, expressvpn.com forward slash hoopball, the old name, the old stomping ground. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Okay, welcome back to the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. I am Lyle Swithenbank, your host as always. Uh, so we were reviewing the Magic and Pelicans debacle. Tough game to lose. But again, we come back and we live to fight another day. We've got to, uh, we've got to keep going. We've got to keep grinding. Still plenty of basketball left to be played. Still in the playing. Still two and a half games ahead of the Portland Trailblazers who have lost six in a row. Sorry, Josh Hart, we miss you, and uh, you'd be very useful in this coming uh, tough times. But again, you just have to deal with the hand you dealt. So, the key takeaways from this game. Number one, 
you really got to capitalize on games that you should win. Should win games are ones that you just have to pencil in as a W. You, you can't walk away leaving that. And, you know, Magic came in. And all credit to the Magic for coming in and disrupting what we wanted to do. We didn't get to come in and steamroll them. They slapped us from the start. We sort of rebounded and, and then let it go a little bit at the end. Did we have Brandon Ingram to close us? No. But is that an excuse to lose to the worst team in the league? No, I don't think so. So we need to really work on that. Uh, closing games against Charlotte is going to be tough. So guys are going to have to work together. It's next man up mentality, particularly without CJ. So it's going to be a, a tricky situation to be in. Uh, key takeaway number two, love what Trey Murphy did. Good to see his confidence continuing to grow. While the box score didn't give him what uh, all credit that he really earned, he was quite good. And I like his length, I like his disruption, and I like his uh, athleticism. I think he played a really good basketball game, and I'd love to see more of him. And finally, JV's going to have to step up as the number one option. He was he was good with 30 and 15, but in that first half, he was non-existent, a non-factor, and we're going to need him. So we're going to need a lot more from JV, and the ball's going to be in his hands going forward. So looking forward to seeing how he responds to that, and uh, no doubt he will take the challenge on board. So they're the three key takeaways. Um, we look forward to taking on Charlotte. That'll be tomorrow morning, my time, uh, Saturday morning, and it'll be in a few hours by the time this gets up, by the time you listen to it. So enjoy that, and uh, Friday night game, it is scheduled for 7pm Central Time. Get down the Smoothie King Center. I know we don't have CJ. I know we don't have BI. But get down there and support the guys. We need all of the people down there to support them and and get be that six man on the court, being the the crowd cheer and carry on and make Charlotte uncomfortable. So that's something we got to do. So we take them on. Next man up mentality. Give the Hornets a touch up. Start turning this thing around. That's really the goal for this game. And just play hard. Win, lose, or draw. We can't draw in this. Win, lose, or overtime. And continued overtime. Uh, it's just play hard. Come out fast and disrupt what they want to do. That's what they're going to try to do to us. So, look forward to seeing it. Uh, I'm going to leave it at that. We will chat after the Charlotte game. So, stay safe. As always, this is the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. I'm your host, Lyle Swithenbank. You want to follow us on Twitter, at Ethos Pelicans on Twitter, at Lyle Swithenbank, L-Y-L-E-S-W-I-T-H-E-N-B-A-N-K. And uh, I'll chat to you then. Bye for now.